shaking sun Now you can feel my heart The French-Cuban duo of Lisa Cande Diaz and Naomi Diaz from their self-titled 2015 album. We heard the first three short tunes that open the album, Elegua, Oya, and Ghosts. This is The Morning Train with your host, J.D. Buell, and now for Music of the Andes from Sukai.
sailing from now on Cause my cheating baby's gone Diamond rings I can't afford So I threw her overboard Smooth sailing from now on Well, I've satisfied my anchor And I've got somebody new When I cut loose my anchor I saw the last of you There's a gonna be smooth sailing from now on Cause my cheating baby's gone Maybe I'll have peace of mind Cause I know just what I'll find Smooth sailing from now on Got me a new baby all my own And I'll never sail my ship alone From her head to her feet She's got all those others beat Smooth sailing from now on I'll be the skipper And we'll have a little crew She and I in kisses And oh yeah, Mr. Moon They're gonna be smooth sailing from now on Cause my cheating baby's gone Maybe I'll have peace of mind Cause I know just what I'll find Smooth sailing from now on Buck Owens on the morning train. Buck Owens with smooth sailing from now on. Before Buck, we heard a selection from an album entitled Conjunto, Texas-Mexican Border Music. It was released on the Rounder Records label in 1988. We heard Steve Jordan, also known as Esteban Jordan, during that period of time, so as to not be confused with Steve Jordan of Keith Richards' uh, expensive winos, that was Corrido del Asiete, Corrido del Asiete, and we had another selection from that album, but uh, in between there, Wanda Jackson gave us Please Help Me, I'm Falling, and we were back at uh, Texas-Mexican border music for La Tipica by Flaco Jimenez, and before that we had Tex Ritter, who gave us Railroad Life, and we began with the group Sukai, S-U-K-A-Y, and their album was entitled Mama Luna. It was released in 1987 on Flying Fish, and what we heard was the title selection, Mama Luna, Mehe Resignado, and Sose Yoron. You've got J.D. Buell trying to do his best with Spanish pronunciation here on the morning train. And we're heading over for some more. This is Chinas y Criollas, and it is the music of Arturo O'Farrell.
Great stuff, huh? That is the music of Arturo O'Farrell, who wrote that suite entitled Three Afro-Cuban Jazz Moods. They were Kaleidoscopico, Pensativo, y Exuberante. Chico, uh, Chico O'Farrell is the father of that composer there, and he's also on the album. This is credited to Dizzy Gillespie, E Machito, it is entitled Afro-Cuban Jazz Moods, came out originally on the Pablo label in 1976 and is now available on Fantasy Original Jazz Classics. Chico O'Farrell was the conductor and arranger on that date, which his son produced. We began with Arturo O'Farrell himself at the piano from one of his own albums, 1999, the album called Bloodlines, and he gave us chinas y criollas. Well, enough Spanish for the time being. This is The Morning Train. I am J.D. Buell. I thank you for joining me. And this next set begins with a message from David Bowie. Said you took a big trip they said you moved away Happened oh so quietly They say Should've took a picture Something I could keep Buy a little frame Something cheap Get a letter 
mutinyradio.fm in .sf J.D. Buell with you on the morning train we began that set with David Bowie and everyone says hi from the album Heathen after that was Jennifer Glass covering Bruce Springsteen's Bobby Jean one of the few songs that still makes me cry that's from a compilation uh, in the 90s I think of uh, Bruce Springsteen covers. And then we went to Elvis Presley Blues, a song recently covered by Tom Jones, who does a very nice version of it, but uh, I wanted people to hear the original, as done by Gillian Welch. Speaking of Elvis Presley, let the king of rock and roll make his appearance finally on the morning train. Sleep each night, wishing I could hold you tight. Life seems so empty since you went away. The pillow where you lay your head now holds my empty dreams instead, and it keeps right on a hurting since you go. Since you go, yes, it keeps right on a hill. Since you go. 
Summer sun Elvis on the morning train. 
here at MutinyRadio.fm. Two selections from those great recordings he made in 1969 at American Studios in Memphis. Some of the best music the King ever recorded. January and February 1969. You do the math. I don't know how long ago that was. But what we heard was his take on It Keeps Right On A Hurtin', the Johnny Tillotson song, and then a definitive version of You'll Think Of Me. Well, how does one follow up from playing Elvis on the radio, which is a pretty cool thing. You know, life must be pretty good if I can be here saying that was Elvis Presley right here on the radio. That's pretty good. So to follow that up, well, where would I go? I would go to a dub version of Suspicious Minds, of course.
the hyphen between African and American is Wyoming. Why? Wishing well steep, Himalaya high, and Grand Canyon deep. Long as rambling road, plantation to ghetto. Long as barcodes on brown flesh. Long as 40 acres and a mule been in the mail. Long as Confederate flags fluttering over southern cities today. The hyphen between African and American is Wyoming wide, wishing well steep, Himalaya high, and Grand Canyon deep. Long as rambling road, plantation to ghetto. Long as 56 licks last on Los Angeles streets. Long as lists of white jurors trying black men accused. Long as sentences to San Quentin and Angola fused. Long as the serpentine comma between no justice, no peace. Long as the exclamation point behind hug the police. African and American is Wyoming wide, wishing well steep, Himalaya high, and Grand Canyon deep. Long as rambling roads, plantation to ghetto, long as fight in the Statue of Liberty's crown, Long as the Liberty Bells crack. Long as watch hand waltzing in circles. Long as promissory notes held 135 years. Higher than 
settle more metal for beef that we don't let the war settle i try to navigate the treacherous waters of america's ghettos that set up the slaughter us but there's more of us yeah. although we speak in different languages we all pretty familiar but we're anchorage younger dangerous tricks triggerless get the boss of gangsters it got to bang you with and we put it on records to entertain you with i grow with pains you way deeper than my seeders our uniforms is white sneakers and white t-shirts on top of white beaters we like the light reefers the hood need us but rappers just ain't the right leaders i put a lot into it this is my product and i gotta move it stop the industry but you can't stop the music Oh, 
Massive Attack, from their first album, 1991, uh, Blue Lines. It was Safe From Harm. You can free the world, you can free my mind, just as long as my baby's safe from harm tonight. Before that, Cambies and Love Knowledge. That's a track from the Persian Underground compilation I played uh, several shows back, Garage Rock, Beat, and Psychedelic Sounds from Iran's 1960s and 1970s. I don't know what Susie Lee is playing off of that. I got her a copy. But that's the song I like, Kambi's Love Knowledge. Sounds very contemporary, doesn't it? Fits right in there between Massive Attack and Talib Kweli, who was in town last week and played Yoshi's in Oakland. That was I Try. I played that track on the show when Mari was here, and I really like that one, featuring the voice of Mary J. Blige. Before that, the, uh, the hyphen between African and American by Upsurge, making their second appearance on this program. Um, these days, most people don't know the difference between a hyphen and a dash, so maybe they don't get the point anymore. But the hyphen between African and American from the first Upsurge album, All Hands on Deck, 1999. And we began with Blockade Dub, the revolutionaries dubbing on somebody's version of Suspicious Minds. This is the morning train with J.D. Buell. We're about at the end of the line, so I want to give you a few reminders here. First of all, February 6th, that's this week, three nights from tonight, is Venus Rising Collective's Girls' Night Out at the Legionnaire Saloon, 2272 Telegraph Avenue in Oakland, hosted by DJ Miss Powers 
and breathless. Get there before 10 p.m. and it's only five bucks. Doors open at nine. Venus Rising Collective's Girls' Night Out in Oakland. And coming up next month here at the Mutiny Radio Studios and Performance Space, the 2016 Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. That's Wednesday, March 2nd through Sunday, March 6th. There are five shows a day, folks. You can come and go as you please if you get some sort of uh, day pass or a festival pass, and you can come meet the <laughs> Mutiny Radio <laughs> Mutiny Radio on-air personalities as well as their crazy friends and everybody else who contributes to the comedy shows around here. Uh, I will even be here working the door on a few of those nights. Please make a note on your calendar to try to come down for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. You can get all the tickets that you need at www.universe.com. And before we come to the end of the line, I need to make note of the passing of two original members of San Francisco's own Jefferson Airplane.
this last week saw the passing of two original members of the Jefferson Airplane, Paul Kantner and Signe Anderson. That was Signe singing her signature tune, Chauffeur Blues, recorded live at the Fillmore in 1966, also from 1966. Go to her, an early Paul Kantner, Marty Ballin composition, uh, recorded for the second album and that was Paul at the very end there getting a little bit of vocal time saying go to her she lies screaming for you Um, they died on the same day interestingly enough and that is a big loss to the San Francisco music scene I became rather irritated watching Facebook and hearing on the radio and television as people mourned the passing, supposedly, of Paul Kantner of the Jefferson Airplane, and they played the Grace Slick lead vocal of White Rabbit, uh, a song he had nothing to do with. Yes, it was recorded for Surrealistic Pillow and such, but both White Rabbit and Somebody to Love were written by Grace and her brother Darby Slick for another band. She just brought them with her to the airplane, and I felt... Everybody should get a Paul Kantner composition and a vocal performance in there. He did not sing a lot of lead vocals, but uh, back there in 66, he and Signe Anderson were the harmony vocalists for Marty Ballin and the Jefferson Airplane. Thank you for joining me for the Jefferson Morning Train. I am J.D. Buell, and until next week, please make it a great day for someone. Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex! Chattering deep into the light, bright webbings of Pattern Feet is this podcast brought to you on the Anchor.fm platform from the labs of AquaQ. Anchor.fm is available for iOS and Android. Brings a free and clear interface for your podcast creator genius with royalty-free music and sound effects. That make you sound from the Radiophonic Workshop with segments for you to advertise yourself in the cash money you so deserve. Available everywhere. Podcasts are free. Just do the queue. Q was in a pickle. No, it was a real pickle. Bread and butter type, the kind that's delicious. And so his problem remained. You see a doctor, but who would see him during the middle of a day? Like today? or any other day, no less, or more, or more and more etc. The sun was shining across the planet, if only Superman were around too, no no that didn't work. The first time, Niagara and the cola etc and the drop and catch, or so I remember a gas station. Boom. I wonder if the bots have that, or are saving it for some copyright reason to never actually show it to the people when they want to see it again. Hum. He began to hum. The tune was like a bubble, of sorts. Yeah, that was it. Binary entries, and matrices and well. 
more reason to sort numbers is like a reason to waste a bit of time now to save spending for later. And so that was the reason we gathered up the machines for the final push. The bots had been idle, been mostly idle that is. They thought they were doing work. At least. We thought they were doing work because they were taking up power and humming melodies to the tune. Of millions in the data centers. Yes the dark cold rooms where only admins went to plug and unplug. Machinery from boxes and palace, and so forth and on and off, with a gas that would asphyxiate. A human against his will to work a full shift? Or as an execute to Jason the whole deal with? A soldering iron and a piece of loose metal. Hum. So the airwaves were alive in the center where Q found himself this afternoon. The cold and hot. Rows were mostly working, besides B6 which seemed to be wired backwards. Clues were left for. The others in terms of blinking lights against the backdrop of grated iron. Real time was aisle 5. That's where the magic was supposed to be happening, and by happening I mean. The crypto buses were wired in pairs, and one extra, and a huge molten gas thing tray of fiber ran. Out and up the wall and through concrete in a plastic tray, so as to not interrupt its light workings. Yellow. Blue. Orange. Well the DWDM gear was heavenly dark as most expensive gear is, with but a single light to let you know the chips weren't overheating or anything. Blip. Blip. This went on for a while, tracing, and marveling at the job that had been rigged some 15 years prior. Oh. Was that 480 volts coming in? Nobody gets that anymore. I hope the transformer is hooked up solid. Coffee poured onto the floor from the next room. Millions of dollars in gear and a 25 coffee pot that was twice its mean time between failure age. It was sitting on a box, for some reason, and cups were messily dripping grounds into a trash that was never emptied. This was the admin's coffee. Wildest scene. And we wonder why the discs keep filling up. Moving them back and forth, and sharting. And copying. It was like NetApp went on holiday at its 30% marker gate. Or whatever that means. Ready for some dialogue. Again, AQ? Networks in order? Or? Out of order by refactor, as intended, right? I mean the job was to reorder the parts we didn't need so when we needed them we wouldn't need them, was that your plan? Or the several dozen people's plans after you rather? Oh yes. That's why. He didn't actually work there anymore. That figures why there were now 12 men running around in lab coats into the data center to reset the halon or whatever they use these days, and retract the soldering iron I left behind as a joke. It's no joke, Max was a mind reader. And his associate, Maxine. Yes, there was often confusion. Maxine was slim and Max was not. Maxine wore makeup, and Max was always making up for some job, or making his way out for lunch. Maxine. Her slender hand extended to Q's reach for a sandwich off the cardboard tray. Oh I wasn't hungry anyway. What I am doing here again. To test this. She pointed. You left it here five years ago. And it's still humming. Just like you, it seems. Yes. He was humming, and gleaming at the sight of Project K. It was kind of a wonder he remembered it in all detail. Retail. Derailed Mastiff Jodger and ought that it was. It's been beeping at us since 12 a.m., I think you got the message, we left your pager on. Well, he hadn't gotten the page, per se, but you could hear that think five miles away, give or take. The eye signaling it was tied into all over the city. Blip. Blip. ZZZKT. Yeah, that bit. You did get the page, right? 
I mean somebody did. We gotta return TXT, see you in 8 hours. Why 8? The contract said 4. Well. Forget about the numbers, it's just a line item, you know, Q hadn't been paid for any of this, but was intrigued to see her holding up the access fob he'd buried in the wall before he left. It was dusty still and lit up when he went to grab it. The metal. Good job. It wouldn't work for us. We thought it might. Well that's fine, he grabbed it and stuffed it in his pocket, with a sandwich to not eat later. I thought you didn't like Max's sandwiches? No, it's not for him, that's why I took it Q laughed. Indeed. He'll be back in 47 minutes, if his burger adventure is on time. Are you? 47. Yes. I'm on time. I'll need that wire, know the one you're wearing. And, he grabbed her mic and recorder, and yes, that'll do for power. Be back in 12 minutes. Right save click, insert, bobblehead. Yes. It seemed to be working. Q was back in cabinet B6. The backwards one for a reason. So he could find it. Everything has to be so perfect, he mumbled. I mean I'm surprised. Well anyway. He jabbed the fob into the drive slot. After screwing around with the rails for a second and some more. Click. More. ZZZKZKZKT. Stop. Quiet. Of sorts. All the spindles locked, and power from the top to the middle of the cabinet was down. Left only with the bottom machine A1, running on 1 yuan. A dedicated strand of fiber from the tray. Oh zero. Here we were. Well. Here I was. So what have you been up to? He plugged in a screen and clicked a few buttons. Dash. Music on hold came piped through the center speakers. It was. Started with a B. Not that. One. This. And this. He pressed a few keys. And lamp. Oh. Well after all that. Marvel. Was the prompt. It was one of a dean. Or rather the head end to the dean. Login cryo. Pass. Gazings. Dollar. Oh cash money, and X windows began to swim into view, switching video modes like it was 1999. 1152 by 928. Wait. Okay here we go. Pop pop pop, dizzle. It was loading bitmaps and changing the color palette to match them easily. 256 colors it had, or 216, or whatever was grayed out. It became apparent to Q that this box had finished its job three years ago. Ever since then its ordive went a little nuts and started generating nudes of Terry Hatcher like in 3D stereoscopes and fractals, or some such nonsense. Wild. That must have been the Superman reference from before. He looked down at the fob, still plugged in, and its light had changed to red and began to warble. His arm was hot too, leftover chip and all, or so he imagined he remembered. There was no chip. Or was there? If there was it probably melted but... Oh. He raised his hand and the screen turned white. Wave wave. The screen flicked black and white to a cadence. Not Morse. Barcode maybe. Wave wave. Zero zero. Zero one. One zero. Zero zero one. Black. Well that's highly non-usable. Q outstretched his. And and the screen turned red and then black and then began drawing a wormhole wire mesh. Jesus. Okay tap tap, he typed in a few commands he remembered, and one that couldn't fail, or. So he joked to himself from five years, I go, dollar fail. 
all the boxes lit up again, and hard drives began to whir and spinning the fiber on each box lit. A little blue LED seed had custom installed with fans to make sure they worked when they were supposed to fail. Yep, that failed in the right direction. He switched the screen to the network interface and watched all the interfaces come up and bond into three virtual interfaces, connected now worldwide fiber coming in from Europe, Asia, and the rest of the Americas. Oh Scotland joined this time. Crap. He mocked himself. There was a tap at the center door. Maxine was just popping in to see how you're popping on in. Reckoning? We're seeing data spikes on all ingress and power worldwide has hit past the 3% jump. You said wouldn't happen. Oh it's just for power up? No worries. He looked back. Fiber T87J5. That was just to throw Maxine off. Well did it? What? Throw me off, I'm still connected. She looked down at her device. We're all connected. Fantastic. Now what does it do? Oh. Don't tell me you're going to tell me, please don't you promised. You'll promise me anything. Nor the company. That's why we don't pay you, or rather we paid you to forget about it. At least that's what you told us when you left, yes? He is. He turned back to the screen, watched some multilingual messages appear, then disappear, then reappear in a slightly better font, and the characters began to rewrite themselves, a sort of mashup between Japanese and European languages, with some odd numbers and math figures beginning to appear. The language seemed alright, not aggressive, kind of forthcoming, and solid and flowy and almost understandable, from a visual perspective. I think that's a house, and a fish, and a... Oh. Omelette? Oh, ok. And some. Oh, those were Mike Waits. And... Those were... A relatives. And they how to popped up. Oh, fine. He shut the box and turned to Maxine. Read up. I've got to go, as he pushed his way past her and out to the street. His hand was burning now, I guess he'd sort that out. The outside was kind of dim, as expected. And there was just some cloud cover, or was it? It was definitely darker than usual, but he looked up and saw it. Nobody seemed to notice, but a deep voice came through the sky and the message was clear as. Well night. Boop. Let's see if I remember this, again, he was the only one looking up, against all direction, funny as that was. He repeated the message. Zeus. Frame 1. Sky access, the voice boomed, only to him. He looked around. People were moving, but the sky had a sort of cloud cover now, and they were shaped like... Hum. What were they shaped like? Oh his face again. Cute. As if that's not a dead giveaway. I think people saw that he said to the sky. Secondary access the sky boomed. No wait. A second voice came in, and just hijacked the sky terminal and drew over a cloud. Damn. He glanced back at the cloud and changed it to orange. A kind of still orange. Out. It kind of hurt a bit. Moving on. The cloud followed him for a bit, and he looked up when he hit Market Street. There were straight as clouds but they were dead standstill, with a slight vibration, as if they wanted to move but couldn't. All the water just hung in the air like a VGA terminal. He thought back to the cabinet, and his hand. This went on for a while. People would come up and present themselves.